Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us as usual. We have Tim Reagan, the founder at Prairie View, and I'm Katie Umland, the head of marketing here. Hi, Katie. Hi. We're so glad you're with us today. Um, we thought we would talk about traveling in retirement um, today. So ideas for traveling and exploring new places in retirement. I feel like that's... Who wants to do that? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's like the top... When you think of retirement, I feel like you think yeah. of traveling. Well, I think it's funny. Everybody. It's one of those things. I almost think like people feel like I should want to retire in reti- or travel in retirement uh, because we get people all the time that you'd be like, oh, what do you want to do? I, when we retire, we're going to travel. We're going to go to Europe. Oh, okay. What, how often do you travel now? Oh, we haven't vacationed in yeah. like 10 years. But once I hit retirement, we are there. We're like, there. Yeah. 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 It's like that's like the milestone you have to get to. And then you can travel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because we used to say in the business that, uh, or we still do, you know, it used to be back 20 years ago, uh, retirement looked like I worked for the same company, I earned a pension, I retired, I took a cruise, and then I sat on my front porch, right? Yeah. And it was like, that was it. And so I think that's still sometimes ingrained in, in people's thoughts. I don't know. I think it also probably depends on like, where do your kids live? Do they for sure. live across the U.S. or or abroad or and is that kind of pushing you to want to travel a little bit that way too oh for sure yeah we've got you talk a lot of times with uh people as they're looking to retire and it's it goes both ways my kids live far away so i always travel to see them or my kids live far away so i have nothing holding me back so i always go other places, other places. You know, it's, yeah yeah they're uh, not here to yeah. have weeknight dinners with and yeah well or little league games to go watch yeah or whatever so so how do people usually approach travel and retirement from what you've seen? Yeah. And so it's kind of like a little bit about what we were just talking about, where many times I think that people have this idea that when I hit retirement, I'm going to travel. And they've got, sometimes they have a bucket list. Sometimes they just have this concept of, of I want to travel. Uh, but what we find is usually, you know, the tiger doesn't change his stripes. And so usually it kind of mirrors what people have done while they were working is kind of how they live their life once they're in retirement. And so even though they think about travel, it sounds pretty cool. If they didn't do a lot of travel beforehand, it's not like a light switch all of a sudden. You're a homebody, you're a homebody. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and to your point around, you know, where where kids end up, many times we find that, that clients start traveling more to see their kids and uh, that kind of stuff. And so travel looks like a lot of different things for people. Sometimes it looks like I take a couple of big trips a year um, when I'm healthy and young and, and can enjoy it. For others, it looks like I snowbird mm-hmm. uh, and I'm gone for three months at a time during the winter time. It really depends on, again, what that lifestyle is that they're looking to, to have. Yeah. I feel like travel, You, I think of travel as vacations, but it could be like you said, snowbirds and they have a second home or. Yeah. Well, and the thing, I don't know, I don't know if it'll ever come true or not, or, or if it'll be a thing. One of the things I've always thought about with Sarah and I retiring is I thought it would be really cool if we could find a home base. Uh, I'm thinking like maybe pick somewhere in Italy and rent a furnished apartment for a year. Uh, when you think about that, I don't have to be there the whole year. But maybe I could go there for a month or two at a time, get to know the culture, get to know uh, what it's like to live there, use that as a home base to travel to other parts of, mm-hmm. of Europe. Uh, and, when, and when I think about it, I could probably do that for almost as as expensive as going to on a really nice cruise. or really, Because you know, when you think about what's an apartment going to cost, well, all I need is a one-bedroom 
kind of apartment or right. studio or something. And uh, especially if you're not planning on staying there every yeah every <laughs> all the time for the whole time. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Alex and I were just talking about that, but on a less grandiose scale. Because <laughs> um, Alex, my husband, works from home. Um, he can work virtually wherever he wants. So yeah. we were thinking, like, should we? We love the idea of traveling even I've re- on weekends to close cities that aren't huge travel destinations, but like, Hey, let's check out Cincinnati. Yep. Like, <laughs> but you know, you don't have to go to Europe to nope, absolutely. let's uh, discover our own backyard first. Yeah. Um, but we've talked, we've talked about that. Like, okay, well, how much could an Airbnb for a month in Cincinnati be? Yeah. Let's, let's do a month in Cincinnati and explore nearby neighborhoods yeah. uh, on the uh, weekends. Did or... you just put in a vacation request? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for a month. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we were just talking. We're yeah, just talking. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's funny because when you say that, uh, so Sarah and I are, we like to travel. And for me, what I've often thought, uh, so where, where we we live and where we record is just outside of South Side of Chicago for those maybe who don't know. And near us, about a couple hours away is a small town called Galena, which sits right on the Mississippi River. And in that town, there's lots of just shops and cute, fun stuff you can go do. Uh, There's a golf course, but like uh, Ulysses S. Grant has a house there that you can go tour. And so one of the things I thought would be really cool is there's got to be a thousand of those towns. Yes. So I'd love to start northern U.S. and just travel the Mississippi uh, and go down and run into whatever town you run into, however long it takes, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of check them out. I bet you there's lots of cool things you could see and in I those little towns. And I think all of your kids are saying, great, do that with mom. Yes, We've yes, done enough are. of these <laughs> Ulysses <laughs> S. Grant home <laughs> tours with you. <laughs> yes. yeah. We know how this goes. We're bored outside and you're reading all the signs still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, and that was the thing I was thinking about. Uh, you know, uh, Sarah would not necessarily be on, on board with it all the way, but, uh, but I think there's a lot of fun things you can do like what would it look like to see all president all the president's homes that mm-hmm. those are things that you don't really think about but when you're in retirement and now i have unlimited time yes you i can, can take choose your time. those things uh you know i would love for to have the opportunity to maybe either rent an rv or own an rv and i would like to drive from here to alaska uh the to stop through the canadian rockies and see some things that's stuff that you can do when I can say, okay, we're going to do this. And I don't care if it takes me I don't have to be six home in a weeks week. or yeah. whatever. We can just, we can just do that. Uh, so to your point, like a lot of people think, oh, let me go overseas when I retire. But there is so much stuff that people can do when time is not your boundary. Hmm. Uh, it really creates the freedom to, to do some things that. When I think about um, our mom, I guess. If you don't know, I always forget that people don't maybe not know that we're brother and sister. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, that just goes to the weird part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, what are you guys talking about? Uh, um, because we don't look enough alike. No, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think about our mom and just the thought of international travel as she ages, I feel like it's more and more overwhelming to yep. her. Like it just feels scarier for yep. some reason. Um, and so, yeah, I think that that's like, a road they always road trip if they're gonna like go see kelly or sister or anything um and i think because they are retired they're like great we can spend two days on each side of the trip driving yeah Yeah. we don't have to doesn't matter yeah and and it's sometimes more fun you get to see more things that way too so yeah so so from our perspective uh when you start thinking about travel and retirement it really kind of starts with with that 
check in with yourself that says, am I saying I want to travel because I feel like I should? Mm -hmm. Am I saying I want to travel because I have specific destinations that I want to go to and kind of like check them off the box? Am I saying it just because it sounds like- uh, This is what you should do Yeah, at a romantic, yeah. romanticized kind of, a, yeah. kind of a thing, you know? And, and so for each of those, I think it, people should take different tacks. Um, if it's something that you're feeling like, when I retire, I should travel, or it just sounds like the romanticized way to retire, whatever you want to call it, start by subscribing to a travel magazine uh, or looking up travel websites and just start reading about what are different places that they're writing about. And you can get, I mean, today, as everybody knows, the world is unlimited to how specific you want to be. You could probably Google uh, best places to camp in the U.S. Northwest uh, and come up with a hundred sites that'll yes. tell you about all kinds of stuff. And so really kind of think about what you're interested in, what you enjoy. Do you enjoy road trips? Do you enjoy being herded like cattle through an airport? Do you like, what do you, what do you really like? Or do you want to travel with a group that just plans the trip for you and you 100%. just show up? Or do you want to control your trip and think of it all yourself and make your own itinerary? Yeah. Well, it's a whole nother. Well, it's so funny you say that because like uh, you were talking about mom, you know, they just got back from Iceland and, you know, hearing her talk, her now talk about how fun it was because everything was planned and they just got on the bus and they took them there. And they like for me, for, for Sarah and I, that like we're like, no, no. keep me away from that. I yeah. can't st like I, I don't know if it's wanting to be a control freak or what, but it always seems like anytime we've done those types of things the whomever is in charge of it likes to stay too long at the thing I'm not interested yes, in and, and not long enough at the thing that I am. And so, uh, Alex and I have only done one like kind of group travel experience and we traveled the whole trip was on our own, but we booked one specific like tour, yeah. uh, with a tour bus. It was in Napa and we thought, great. Cause we don't want to drive to all these wineries. Like, yeah. you know, obviously that's not safe. So we booked a travel, uh, a bus tr uh, group travel and we get on the bus and as soon as we sit down the the travel guide is like okay here's a barf bag pass them out uh hope nobody gets car <laughs> hope nobody gets car sick on the bus uh it's very windy crazy roads i'm like this should have been in the description <laughs> like if this is the first thing you're telling us yeah, yeah. alex does get car sick luckily oh, we word. were like first seat in the bus so he could like yeah, look see out, out yeah. be close to the air conditioning yeah like it was like i was like oh no it was an all-day excursion i'm like oh, if he gets wow. sick at the beginning of this what, what are, are we you gonna going do? to yeah, do yeah. Yeah, so or, there's pros and cons, pros and cons. Yeah. <laughs> or, or how about when when you and alex uh get on and then they're the person gets on to tell you like okay for all of you with walkers and wheelchairs yes, like, exactly and you're like oh oh not our group <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but sometimes that could be the most <laughs> fun it is it is uh -huh. <laughs> do you think all this is in our our style and then it turns out it is it does it is and which, which is all part of why people like to travel it's the adventure it's the yeah, unknown unknown uh and so yeah so from our perspective if you're thinking that travel is what you want to do uh there's lots of ways that you can start getting ideas and whether it's doing some web searches and and it's funny like once you start down that path uh, it's a path that leads to all kinds of places. Like you start reading about, well, I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to, you know, the, the towns you can visit on the Mississippi. And then all of a sudden you realize that that leads to, oh, there's a group that does river tours across the U.S. Oh, I could sign up and be on a river cruise and or maybe go whitewater rafting, which is something else I want to do. Uh, 
out of Colorado, you know, mm-hmm. and now I haven't told Sarah that one because that's going to be like a camping trip. Yeah. So like, I think like multi-day on the Maybe river. start with glamping. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, but okay, so this just entered my mind. Is there some, like, do, is that part of retirement planning? Obviously, I know travel can be part of retirement planning, but do you say, do you ever say like, okay, you have this big trip coming up in five years. How are we going to finance that? Like, let's start thinking about that today. Absolutely. Yeah. And what we actually do is when we sit down and do retirement planning, even before retirement, if we know that some of that, it doesn't have to be planned out and say, I know I'm going on the Colorado river in five years, but, but if we know that going into retirement, there's going to be some things you want to do then we can actually start mapping out and saying, how much can you afford to spend on a yearly basis or uh, in your travel? Or sometimes it is, okay, for the first couple of years, we're going to do all these road trips and hiking and stuff, uh, kayaking, because we know that we're healthy enough. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to save some of our other trips, like uh, taking the train through the Canadian Rockies or whatever for Mm -hmm. times when we're not as agile, maybe, and, and map it out so that we can be more intentional with how we're doing those things. So maybe we should find like a a travel agent to partner with because it seems like we have a lot of trips that, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that we personally want to take. Yeah, well, I, it's funny because I was, I was talking to Sarah. I'm like, I wonder what it takes to become a travel agent because I, I'm imagining that there's like tools that they have that Has I don't even to. know about, right? Yes. And, and so if I could like have their tools and I could then like call and be like, hey, I'm a travel agent. Like yeah. I got to get like special what treatment. What special room do you have? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like most of my most of my clients really only enjoy like multi-bedroom. Yeah, lo- yeah. Balconies <laughs> on the cruise ship, you know, like all that stuff. Show me so. what you have. Yeah. I'll take a look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they also really like to eat and drink nice things. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but no, I think that as people think about that, uh, and think about how does this look in retirement? The there's a, there's a difference between having the an idea and just saying let's wing it versus let's have some specificity and really be intentional about it. Because one of the things, so uh, a couple episodes ago, we we talked about how the easiest way to go broke in uh, in retirement, uh, and one of the things that we've seen is sometimes we we encourage our clients to come and come out of working when they're young, when they're able to get around as much and and almost over travel in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But there's also times when clients will come out kind of too hot out of the box and they start spending too much money. And then we have to kind of pair that back. All right, let's rein it back in. Yeah, exactly. And so it really is that balancing act of let's be intentional so that we can live the best life that we can do as much travel as we want to, but yet we're not we're not spending so much money that we're going to be sorry when we're 77 and, you know, can't do the things we want to do. So Sure. Okay. So I guess the takeaway is we're ready to retire yes. uh, and travel. So, well, and, and a lot of times, you know, the best financial planning happens on trips, yes. right? You get your so, best thoughts. Yes. Yeah. And, and so we have bad, we'll travel. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Is there anything that I forgot to ask or left out? I don't think so. Okay. I think that's it. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us today on this episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. If you, if you found any of it valuable, please like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you want to invite us on a trip, you can send us an email. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll take any kind of communication for that, I guess. (laughs) Um, Until next time, be well.